What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words of Wade podcast, episode 138. First time. I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The... Wade Foss. Wade Blogs. <coughs> Join... <laughs> Look, I got a new intro. I should have said this earlier. Oh, gosh. No, so, real simple, real simple. Okay, I'm listening. Joining me, as always, from the Sweet Talker podcast, Scan. Hey, everybody. See? Scan's here. And from AGR Records, g See? New intro, you like that? I like that better than Sweet Walker. <laughs> no, I was saying Sweet Talker, but you got to sound like Street Talker, right? So I think we should roll with that. See that intro you did? Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. I'm not gonna lie. I still like the sweet talk apart. Of course you do. Of course you would. Listen, I'm look. We ain't gotta have a street walker party. Listen, I want to preposterous. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I want to thank. The creative for bringing us to you and bringing you to us. I think that's important to say in the times we're in. Mm-hmm. I thought about that. So, yes. you know, because sometimes. Like that. Thank you. Sometimes we leave home and, you you know, I think we underestimate the value of getting back home sometimes. That is very true. So, I agree. So, so, thank you for bringing us to you and bringing you to us. Uh, we start out on a, a somber note. Uh, I know a lot of times, especially lately, we've been joking, playing, having a great time. But unfortunately, we have to start out again with uh, more bad news. Um, for those who don't know, um, rapper, up-and-coming rapper, I hate saying up-and-coming, but I have to say that because a lot of people don't know who he is. But um, up-and-coming Brooklyn rapper, Pop Smoke, um, you may know him from... His song he dropped like two summers ago. I want to last summer maybe. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the party. Um, he was killed in his um, in the Los Angeles. Um, details are still coming out. Um, a lot of speculations going on. Uh, there's rumors that he was set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's um, some people were trying to. Solved the crime before everyone else knew. Of course, as as it kind of always is in the internet these days. Mm-hmm. When things happen, what normally happens is everyone goes to your Instagram and look for clues. Um, one of those discoveries said that he accidentally posted his address online, and people found him that way. Um, they were blaming the guy with him in the pictures. Yep, but a lot from- of speculations. <laughs> From what I read, yeah, I think that's his actual. From what I read, I think this is actual blood brother. He's saying, you know, it was a setup, and he helped set him up. Yeah, it's so many rumors going on. What I do is two things I, I I definitely want to mention in this. Uh, first off, I hate TMZ <laughs> for they're doing it again. Um, they're reporting this before. The family is notified. Which I feel is so disgraceful. 
Like, and so disrespectful. Like, can you allow the family to be told, like, not right. to be found out on television? Can you I, imagine? I was about to say, even, even with the Kobe situation with them, they presented documents saying that they spoke to representatives for the family prior to reporting the story. But, you know, in, in this world, uh, paper trails can be uh, fabricated. I'm a graphic designer. Like, so I mean, of course. I mean, think I about it. Great. Even... Even if they have a person that says, oh, yeah, we're representing for the family and this, this, and that. <clears throat> How do you know if that's really that person? You know what I mean? Because <clears throat> then they can turn around and say, well, we're not going to release the name of the person who actually, you know what I mean, said that it was okay. It, it, this, like you said, there's loopholes here and there that yeah. they find a way to be able to leak some shit, well, you know, because they, they know it's wrong. No unnamamed sources. Right. Like, even, even, even if they want to report a story that's not 100% true, but they think it might be true and they just want to be beat. Just throw the story out there at least to get it started. All they got to do is, is put rumored or allegedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just, as in, we never said it was true. Right. It's just kind of what we heard and we were just speaking on it, you know. Because they want to get so their leg in the door first. <laughs> but, no, definitely, like I said, eat. Whether they did or didn't, like, give it some time. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine you wake up in the morning, going through your timeline, and you see that about your relative? Right. Like, you got to remember, he was only 20 years old. He was 20 years old. Like, <laughs> you know, so, <sighs> Juice World. Mm hmm. Like, it's, it's crazy that. As, and I don't want to tell morbid about this or anything like that, but it's crazy how fast young rappers are getting to a point of success only to be killed. You know what? And I'm glad you took it there because I, I see a pattern. And I hate to say this because, of, of course, from a larger <coughs> scan, you can a larger scale, you can just say. This is what happens in our community. But I feel like there's so many rappers from that area, and I'm trying to use my words carefully, so forgive me if I said something wrong, that are on the cusp. Well, New York in general. Yeah. That are on the cusp of making it. Like you can say Big L, you can say, you can say um, stack, stack bundles, you can say chinks. You can say Shout out to Stack. Yo, a lot of people forget about Stack. Yeah. You, uh, I, I appreciate you mentioning him. I use Rock. I use Rock Stack. Um, you can for the, for that matter, you can say um Bobby Schmurder even. And now yeah. and I mean if you even you even can say Takashi if you really want to look at it, but mm-hmm. you know, that was he was a he was a cop anyway, so but it's just yeah, it's just it's a different situation. He did his job. He did, he did job. what he was supposed to. It's just a lot of those people are on the cusp of making it. Like, and this happens. It it, it feels deliberate. No? Like, conspiracy theory Wade, like, it feels deliberate. Like, oh, he's going to make it out of here? Oh, no, nah, we can't allow that. Honestly, if you want to go back, look at Big. Yeah, I was going to say, 
was about to say, like, they literally have been making them martyrs for a while. Big was, what, 25 when he died? 24, 25? Like, there's a trend here. And I know it's a bigger statement about the whole black culture and, and the black community about how we hate each other and all these things we can say about this. But this has to stop. This dude was 20 years old. He had his whole life. Like, I'm at the point in my life now when something like this happens, I think about when I was that age. Yeah, I'm I'm literally nowhere. Thinking about the move, like, I can't, I can't even 100% remember what I was doing at 20. I just know I was in college. Only thing I can say when I was okay. twenty, I had my daughter. I had my daughter when I was nineteen. I, I, I never was nineteen. So I was being a parent. I, I definitely wasn't thinking about dying. Yeah. <laughs> at twenty, I wasn't, you know, thinking about um things like my. I, I wasn't thinking about my legacy or what what I would be leaving the world with at 20 that's not something that crossed my mind it's 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 sad that I think we're becoming desensitized to this and I really hate that because I see so many people tweeting like rest in peace pot smoke and then the next thing is like a joke or something I guess it's not it's happening on such a frequent basis that we're just like, okay. We've been desensitized a long time. Ago. Yeah. That's already. And that's. I mean. <clears throat> it's no longer a thing that's happening. Now it's too late. It's already past that. Now everything is just being repetitive and just repeated. So we're brainwashed and it just sticks in. But that's just going. You know what I mean? Like. Right. At this point. So how I feel about it. I don't want to say it's on to the level of like that type of conspiracy, like they're picking certain young rappers right, to, right. to kind of like take off the block right. just so they're not successful. I do feel like there is an already there is already a precondition and notion in their mind that in the field that they're in and the music that they pop is feel like they have to play some type of role to keep up with what they're spouting. Do you know what I mean? And when they go from not having nothing to having something and then you're still involved with certain type of people you may be still spouting off a certain type of way i mean you have to think about it on his 20 year old mind level right Mm -hmm. i also feel like we talked about this before i don't feel like they have the right um role models around them i don't think they have someone that's really there telling them Okay, what you may have said last night at the bar, you shouldn't have said. Right. Or, you know, I know you like hanging out with Day Day and Pookie, you know, from the hood. I don't know what are the names to use. Right, right. Hate to be stereotypical. But, you know, nobody's telling you that you may not need to go hang with these niggas right now. I need you to go ahead and write your rhymes or whatever the case may be. Focus on this. Invest in that. And when you're that young and you just getting money and doing what you're doing, you getting money, money. You know, you get a little reckless. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it justifies what happened to him because it doesn't. But I do feel like it's a it's a continuous circle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you said, it's something that keeps happening so often now to where we are 
no longer sensitive to it. Yeah. But I do feel like it's just nobody's really leading these people when they get to that level. Not like they yeah. used to. Like they, we, don't have, they don't have OG around them. Right. They don't have, right. They don't have that person telling them to do the right thing and yeah. stay on this path. And anybody with fundamentals and principles and values around them, like everything is about a dollar mm-hmm. as quick as you can get it. And we all know the the cliche phrase, you know, live by the gun, die by the gun. But that's a, a street term and, and philosophy. That's a war philosophy. If we're supposedly supposed to be a point of uh, business and a different structure from the street, and, you know, I know a lot of people listening is going to say that uh, there is a structure in the business industry and these codes and these ethics. Um, but I think they can, those people who understand that it's codes and ethics in the streets are the OGs that we're talking about that are not around certain people. And we can also agree that there are certain codes and ethics and principles that were structuring the streets that aren't in place anymore right and you know some up up and coming you know young and don't abide by those right or doesn't want to take it in or doesn't want to take that information and and that leadership in right that's very true I think something I would like to come from this uh, which probably won't happen immediately but hear me out I would like Cruz to go back to having a consigliere, you know, like you said to like a, like an OG, but people have used OG so loosely these days. Like when I was when I was young, an OG was somebody who did something, who meant something, who asked for the standard, some and some that recognition. Respect. Now it's just you old, right? You you made it to right. forty five, so you were OG now. Like right, no, right. You're, you're just a forty five year old nigga. Like, right, right. <laughs> Could still be a bum. Yeah, forty five year old bum. All right, so for any, for Uncut Nation, any of the listeners out there who don't know where Wade is, is like, where he's at with this, watch Godfather. Yeah. Take a picture. If you have never truly watched Godfather, like, watch it. Very good. And I don't mean to look at it and be like, oh, you know. No, listen to what's being said and what's being yeah, taught. This shit, this shit like other than them killing, killing each other. Like, <laughs> other than that. Like pay, like, pay attention to the structure of the business and how they operate it. And as Wade brought up, cost an area. Like, just what the 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 conversation and the business form from the done and it was still business but let you know it wasn't personal like okay this needs to happen and we'd like to do it in a business format where you get something and we get something if you don't want to work that way then okay then it's another way 
but there was still a structure in place. There was a presentation. Like, even when he came out and they knew what he was bringing to the table, they still sat down with him. It was a dinner. It was conversation. Like, they still hosted. It was still a respect. Mm-hmm. And All of that's gone. The respect has been... Respect has been replaced with equity and value. Like, people mm-hmm. only respect you if they can get some money from you or they can make money with you. You know what I'm saying? Or they value what you're able to bring to the table. Exactly. Which is, it's actually kind of funny that you bring that up because I was just about to mention by me saying that there's, maybe there's some people that do reach out and try to be a guide, but they don't want to take that guidance. That's true. Once you notice, like... When you pay attention to certain hip hoppers and then you see who are around them, like if you see J. Cole, but you may say J. Cole in a picture with Common, Most Def, Snoop, with a variety of those classic but, you know, well-known rappers, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Those are considered, in my opinion, to him would be people he would look up to. Right. Yeah, right? I agree. But think about why they stay around him and he stays around them. Because of the value and the information that's being processed there. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. What he's willing to take in and maybe what he's willing to put out. And the type of individual he is based off the music he gives. So that's just an example. Now look at the type of music Bob Smokes do, right? Yeah, also. Or how he carries himself and the image that he provides, right? Mm-hmm. Just like in any game. OG may come to you and be trying to give you some some valid information to put you on the right path. But if you on some wall, you know, I mean, I got this. I feel you, OG. I hear you. You know what I mean? I'm about to make this money, that type of shit. And then OG be like, all right, I'm going to let you handle your business. And at that point, people just kind of like let you do your own thing you know so it's it's, it's a, a, it's a hand in yeah. hand type of thing I'm not there may be people that are willing to give that extra push or that extra structure that Eli's talking about you know what I mean but doesn't mean everybody's yeah. going to be receptive yeah and, and I, listen I'll be, I the first one to admit when I was 20 years old I was a knucklehead I was an asshole like if I was 20 right now my god and then imagine that amount of money he's getting making money I can get I get it I completely understand right so unless you got somebody who's really like underneath you and like really believes and you doing right you're not gonna have nobody gonna really support you because you being a knucklehead yeah you know what I and mean and the way society is anyway with how it comes to how men are and how it's perceived like, right like mm-hmm. as me as a man I can't come to somebody 20 year old like hey hey young boy right yeah you know what exactly. I'm saying like I now have the best proud. intentions right now you're too proud or you want some gay shit or yeah, whatever yeah. the case may be I'm just giving an example but and that's I, just the type of Right, that's yeah. the type of conversation that would be had there unless they're receptive. And I feel like there's some rappers that are willing to take some info in and have that guidance and that leadership. And then you got the ones that just, unfortunately, I feel like this happened here. You know what I mean? Very good point, Scan. Very mm-hmm. good. So, yes. but it's sad to hear. Either way, we shouldn't yeah. have to keep having this as a topic, and honestly. Then, yeah, it's, we've had this conversation like, way too much. I kind of feel like almost. Every every other episode, yeah, we are we're, we're talking about a young artist that passed. Yeah, and something that um just had brought to my attention, I wasn't even thinking about. If you all remember a couple of months ago, um, Pop Smoke was um I think they put charges out for him because he took a car from L.A. 
Yeah, I, heard, I remember something about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, dude, you out here like, like that could have, for all we know, this could have been some yeah. connection or some type of connection in the two. It's so many, and I don't want to play hip hop detective, so Mm-mm. don't don't take anything I'm saying for like, oh yeah, Wade said this. Yeah, everything's no. based off opinion and our thought <laughs> process. You know what I mean? We don't know for a I fact, think, I think and I can only make assumptions. His whole the the whole situation surrounding his death at this point is I haven't seen anything that's been presented that's not plausible. Yeah. Like even from they was like I well his homeboy forgot to blur out the picture. Oh well blur out the address on the picture. Or he accidentally posted on the story and the video played that to um the Instagram model of quote-unquote that you know set him up and it's just and you know just like just brought to your attention which I had completely forgot about that might be uh, uh, the whole car situation might be yes. uh, a reciprocation of that like it's just it's so many different scenarios that could have led to that and just as we've been talking about the thoughts of individuals that young and how they conduct themselves and carry themselves with that amount of uh, fame and success and publicity and people around you all the time. Like, like I said, everything seen, any of those scenarios could have happened to cause that. And that's scary to think about that, like, that many different scenarios could have been the one that contributed to that. Right. And all of them were made within a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's it's a, it's such an unfortunate situation because, again, that's somebody's son, somebody's mm-hmm. brother. That's another black man lost. And I'm hearing he was Muslim as well. It's a, it's a lot of things that go into it, and I, I cannot enough mourn for the fans of this person because if he just dropped a single and nationwide dropped a single last month and he was already bubbling, he had a new oh, I'm sorry last year, summer and he had a new single coming out. Um, come on, and that sounded real hard. Oh, come on, side. That sounded so hard, and I was I was starting to like this kid a lot. And for that that life to be snuffed out so quickly, it's just it's just not fair. Um, so my condolences. That reminds me of Hanks. The who? It, it really reminds me of um, X. Mm. I think um, what makes it really sad for me, and we're gonna wrap this up here, is that you always think like, and G, you can probably attest to this. When you're when you're a struggling or unsigned rapper, you think once I get on, I've made it. I'm out of the hood. Once I get on, once I get this first single, once I get signed or whatever, I made it. I don't gotta worry about this stuff no more. And I'm sure, twenty year old kid, he probably thought that, hey, yo, I got a single on the radio. I got, I'm bubbling. I'm out here. People know who I am. Life is good, and this happens. Look, the two chains said it best after Smoke's death. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Y'all really think y'all want this?" Since I've been successful, he started running down like his 
you know, him being shot twice, the situations he's been in with police and going to jail and all of that, he was like, all of that started happening once he became famous. Yeah, I saw, like, I saw even that post. Even Pac said it. Like, when, when, once he became famous and was in the public's eye, is when he dealt with the most issues with the police. Because of who he was. Yeah. Because he was successful. And it's crazy that it's, it's almost to a point and where... Once a a black man gets into quote unquote the spotlight, the trials and tribulations you now have had to you you got to deal with, and that you that somebody somewhere wants to push you as far as you can for you to break in the spotlight for them to make you a public figure as far as why a black man shouldn't be in the spotlight. So it's, if you're aggressive in the spotlight or if you're passive in the spotlight, from whatever angle, somebody's gonna be like, well, that's why black men don't need to be in that that level of success or that, that powerful level position. It's because they can't handle it. Mm-hmm. They either don't react the way they should or the way they react is how they shouldn't. So no matter what you do, it's like you're wrong. Yeah, though, though, and that's a whole conversation for another day, the war against black men and where we're at in society with that. And there is definitely a war. Let's not confuse that, ladies and gentlemen, because I know a lot of people say, oh, no, no, y'all are here. No, no, no. There is 1,000% of war against heterosexual black men. Pay attention. Um, please, please, please. And I'm not trying to slight anybody from any of the other communities at all. Yeah. I can speak about my community and not speak about any other community. Because I pray yeah, one like, I mean I have to detract from another. Yeah, I, th- I think that's one of the main things I, that bothers me about it is like when you speak on one thing it automatically gets pulled to another and was like, well, what about this? I was like, okay, well, I'm not disassociating myself from it, but can I speak on this for a minute? I think... Like, why does it have to be tied to that? What I learned about that, and if I can paraphrase what the Honorable Louis Minister Louis Farrakhan said, I think a lot of people, when they hear that... They think how it would mean if they said it. So it puts the onus back on them because if I say there's a war on heterosexual black men, they say, well, so what you're trying to say is there's a war, you know what I'm saying? And if they put it in their words, they would mean something different. It's like when we say black power, black pride, what we really mean is just black power and black pride. But if you say white power and white pride, it means something completely different. Revolution and a revolt. Pretty much. It's a whole completely different. <laughs> completely different. Man. Yeah. Well, it's so fucked up. <laughs> so, again, I want to give my condolences to Pop Smoke, to his family, to his fans. 
Um, I want to thank the Creator for allowing us to know Him for the time He let us know Him. Uh, I hadn't even got into His music. I was just starting to get into that. It's crazy, like I said, you because you know you know me, and as much as I'd like to be serious and all that, y'all know I like the, the gun rap. Y'all know I like to stab him in the face. Y'all know I like that stuff. <laughs> bang bang pow pow. I need, I need that. <laughs> so so this is my this is up my leg. No, oh I'm like gosh. yeah, come outside. Like, yeah, bring him to the party. Yeah, I like this shit. Ugh. Well, apparently he didn't have to go outside. Don't do that. Yeah, like no. Too soon? Was it too soon? Hey, I waited until today to make those jokes. I'm just welcome to the womb 2.0 giant. Yeah. Yeah, like I had what? That was just streaming like last episode, episode before that. Like that was just me getting into fucking with him. Like I, I hadn't listened to too much of his music before that. It's crazy. It just show you, like I said before, it just show you how often I think we underestimate the value of just making it back home. Because we leave home right. every day. <laughs> think about that. But a lot of those people that leave home don't make it home. They don't make, they don't it, make home. it home. So definitely want to say thanks for that. And again, our condolences and prayers to the family, fans of Pop Smoke. Um, I've said this too many times during the run of this podcast. Something has to change. I don't know what. So don't ask me because that's, that's always the way they shut you up. When you say you want a solution, what do you suggest? I don't know. But something. Stop being so god dang on hateful. <laughs> I mean... That's the only thing I know what to say. Don't think, don't be so hateful. The only way to change something is to start having a conversation about it. Correct. Yeah. So, for the fact that we we have conversations about it, you know, none of us have claimed to know, you know, how to fix it. We're aware that's a problem, and we have no problem speaking on the fact that it's a problem. So, you know, hopefully through these conversations between us whether we come up with a solution or you know just us having the conversations and one of the listeners from the Uncut Nation figures something out and comes up with a solution you know we always want to influence somebody if Pac said you know the best if I can influence the brain of someone to change the world you know then I've done my job but moving on to more depressing news my god Uh, (laughs) the trial um, of and I think this is actually I'm I'm not going to say his name I haven't said his name in this podcast yet no matter how many times we've talked about this incident I haven't said his name yet so I will say the trial of the killer of Nipsey Hussle um, is set to start on I believe it's when April 19th April 10th April 14th no I'm sorry the judge said April March well, the judge said he wants it over on it by April fourteenth. How okay? How can you? <laughs> I mean, the Who does that? I'm gonna read it. The, the judge is eager to give a speedy trial and may even begin the proceedings in late March. It's reported that Judge yeah, Robert like- Perry wants the trial finished by April fourteenth. I mean, I right, so 
<laughs> you, okay, fans, is, you're hearing silence because this is me giving him the side eye emoji look, and he just got his hands up like, I mean, I, you know, listen, I mean, she's kind of telling you he going to jail. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and get him in jail. Let's that's, that's it. That's it. That's, that's it. He's guilty. Yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. I got something to do. Let's go on to the next one. <laughs> the judge is like, hey, Freaky's coming. I got something to do. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. April 14th, I got something to do, fam. So I want to get this done. We know you did it. You're going to jail. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, I'm going to let y'all argue this out, but I already know what the verdict is. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's essentially what he's saying. He's essentially saying, hey, April 14th and you had it done. So, um, right. say what you gotta say, but it's not gonna change anything. We seen the video. <laughs> like, we seen the video. Right. It is what it is <laughs> at this point. Um, like, I'm looking at you. You're gonna say he did it. You're gonna say he didn't do it. Uh, you're gonna try <laughs> to find some didn't do right. that he didn't do it. I've seen all the evidence that proves that he did it. Um, so. Yeah, he did it, and uh, he's going <laughs> he to So, he, he did it, um, and that's the end of that. Do they still have the death penalty in California? I sure really know I, this, right? I, I thought they did. I actually really know this. I'm the California native. I'm looking it up. Um, I'm like, shouldn't you know this, or should you not know this? Honestly? You said they had a death penalty. Do they still have the death penalty in California? I think so. Because um, he might get the chair. Capital punishment is a legal penalty in California. Yes. So he is facing the death penalty. Mm. If I was him, you know what? No. Go to the chair. Is it, you know what? Go to the chair. Go to the chair. Put him in the chair. This is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it? <laughs> um, listen. Um, uh, you know, as much as I be this person, I still got to do a trial, man. I mean, they, it's going to be over by April 14th, though. It, it, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure Listen. that's the case. It sounds like they've already had in their mind Same. what day they're going to wrap this shit up. So. <laughs> but they do have to allow him the process. You know what I mean? It, you know. I've, I've never heard. I've never heard. Everybody on his legal counsel knows what the outcome of the trial is. He might as well get a public defender. So why the hell did he even go to trial? That's because what he had to. No, he should have just pled guilty. He, he could play guilty, guilty and kept it pushing. He didn't have to go to trial. The only time you go to trial is when the person doesn't want to basically say they're guilty. They want to say, I'm not guilty. That's why I don't understand. Why did you not plead guilty? Just plead guilty. That's what I'm saying. That's the only reason something goes to trial. That's why a lot of time the prosecutor and the the, uh, the defender, defender, this is right? yeah, they always go toe to toe and want to talk about making mm -hmm. deals before they do a trial thing. Because if they can just wrap it up and say, okay, well, you'll get guilty, but we'll only put you on man we'll two, or yeah, we'll plead yeah. you to this, and you only do this much time. Yeah. And if he declines right. to do that, we're going to trial. Here's my thing, and this is what I was going to say earlier. Why didn't the defense attorney, that's what I meant to say, mm -hmm. say, hey, we'll plead guilty, just take the death penalty off the table? And they probably did. Because I'd be like, hey. If he played for a lawyer, if he played for lawyers, you're like, you've got a team. Well, even if it's two of them, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're not public defenders. You're paying someone to defend you. I don't see why they wouldn't have put that on out there. But 
It could also been the prosecutor could have been like, you know what? We're not putting a deal. We're going to trial because it's up to them too. That's they don't true. have to offer shit. That's very, very true. They can be like, you know what? We got enough evidence. We I don't care evidence. what you say. <laughs> We're gonna put your ass nah, on the block. <laughs> Nah, definitely. They, I'm pretty sure they did that. Yeah, they was like, yeah, we don't want no deal. You're going to you're going to chair. Yeah. It was like, we got it. Don't worry about it. You can play yourself all you want to. You're going to the chair. <laughs> They're like, you got it. <laughs> so, well, at least they're starting a trial, and, and hopefully everybody can, I uh, guess, have some type of peace. That, that, uh, even with that scenario, uh, that means the prosecutor has to be willing to deal though right that's what we're saying and I think yeah like and they may have not wanted to because they feel like they got enough evidence they don't need to exactly it's just like no like like y'all said like no you go under the chair like yeah (laughs) you got it yeah don't worry about it sir you can you can no worries no worries worries. you ain't even got to worry about or panicking that we're going to offer you a deal don't even be concerned listen when the judge tells you your trial will be over before you can start it Mm. i think you would have some right of course that is the craziest shit the the judge (laughs) not the attorneys not any of the attorneys, not any of the jurors, the not, not not the defendant himself, the judge, said, nah, this is going to be done in And the irony of this, and I don't know if it's sweet irony or bitter irony, Nipsey was killed March 31st of last year. Mm. So almost a year mm-hmm. to the date. Well, at least it didn't take longer than that. This is true. Because some California cases don't that. go to trial four or five years later sometimes. But I mean, this is... And I remember, and we talked about this on an earlier podcast, that um, his, his lawyer before, the, the killer's lawyer was trying to plead insanity, but that didn't work. It was like, yeah, we just get rid They tried that. It was like, no. Nah, it's not, not going to work because then they're going to have their own uh, psychologist sit down with him and talk with him, and yeah. they're going to be like, nah, nah he's, he's not. He's, he's okay. He's fine. Put him yeah. in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> Fry him up. He's fine. He's like any other young black male. Switch. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. They're not even gonna think twice. They're not gonna think that maybe his surroundings had something to do with his yeah. mentality. But that's a whole nother story. We're not gonna get into that though. PTSD and all those things. Yeah, you know. Um, and, and listen, y'all, we're not making light of the situation, but I think you kind of know how America feels about this guy at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, so just get it over. Just go ahead and get it over. You gotta go. Gotta go. Yeah, you do the crime at the time. That's what they say, right? An eye for an eye. So, I want to take it back to something here. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier this week, Eminem sat down with Crooked Eye, King Crooked, Crooked Eye, whatever. He Crooked does this thing called um, Crook's Corner, where he interviews artists on okay. an artist-to-artist thing. And um, he's done this for a while. I'm a big fan of Crooked Eye. What up, Crook? Um... And during his interview with him, and I wish I had the sound bite, but I don't. I was looking for it earlier. But during his interview with him, he asked the question. The question uh-huh. that, that um, I guess Lord Jamar has been going to M for for years about this. Okay. He asked him, does M feel if he's in, a guest in hip-hop? <laughs> I'm sorry. I have not been. I probably wasn't meant to laugh at that. No, <laughs> actually, I have a clip of the question. I believe. So I he asked Eminem if he was a guest 
Yeah, if the hip hop feels he's a guest in hip hop. A guest in hip hop. And so, so is he allowed to go in the refrigerator at this point type of guest? Or is he the guest that I still go get him a bottle of water when he's thirsty? Say, like say you oh you stay downstairs. I, I so you, you stay downstairs. I heard you be stealing. And you know, when you walk around the house, you be jiggling change in your pocket. That yeah. means you be stealing. You're you you a guest. You're a thief. But the, the funny thing you, is you, you go you go in the fridge without washing your hands and all of that shit. <laughs> um, that's, that's like, when I'm, I'm getting to go to bed, I don't know what you about to do, bro. I don't know what you about to do. I don't know what you check the blue check, I got you. I just want to know what type of guest he means. Like, but that, different levels. That's, that's where, um, I watched it and the the way M addressed it was like I never said I wasn't again. That's the thing. M was like, but, yeah. Okay. So is he asking it in terms because he's a a Caucasian yes. rapper? Yes. I want to find the clip. Y'all talk while I find a clip. Okay. So because got, he's a Caucasian rapper, he has a oh, oh, G has the clip. You have the clip? No, I already sent it to you. Oh, you have. Okay, I sent cool. you. I sent you the clip and the time. Okay. Hold so, on. Hold on. <clears throat> so y'all talk while I find it. Go ahead. Okay. So. But, um, so he asked them, "Do you feel like you're a guest?" Yeah, do you? Because f- that's been charged. And, 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 and M was just like, "Well, Crooked present, presented, and he was like, well, how do you feel about the remarks about that?'" And M's response was, "I never said I wasn't. I never said I wasn't a guest in hip hop. I never said I was the king of hip hop." He did. Like. Literally, during the whole interview, not even just that segment, the whole interview, you can tell um, that M is understanding of his place in hip-hop regarding, regarding the hip-hop community. Like, I know this is not my culture. I'm a fan of the culture. And because of how much I'm a fan of the culture is why I take it so serious. Like when they even started talking about the structure of syllables and bars and the craft of just writing, not even rapping, just the structure of syllables and going back to Rock Kim and like fuck all of the, you know, the accolades and uh, sales and anything like none of that matters. The and M brought up a good point. Um, he said something that I hadn't even considered, and after he said it, I thought about it uh, more in depth. He was just like everybody has a opinion of what hip hop is That's or what it's supposed to be. He was like, whether it's somebody who thinks hip-hop is uh, just beats, certain beats and uh, rapping to down to the structure of how messages are delivered and songs and cadence and rhyme and rhythm versus you having a message or, or, or as as it most commonly gets referred to content um when you when you get on the mic like or it's just 
a song that you can dance to. Like it's so many variations and in in, in hip hop that's that's it, it's crazy at this point to say that somebody is or isn't hip. Somebody is or isn't. You can't classify them in that category because the category and the genre has become so vast. Now, I guess that's why I got to the point of, you know, mumble rappers, so on and so forth. Um, I have the clip here, so let's go ahead and play the clip. History books are going to definitely put you as one of the greatest of all time. Okay, so. How do you feel about the concept of white rappers being a guest in the house of hip hop? Well, I mean, that's the funny thing. I I don't know if I've got a chance to say this yet, but um, the funny the funny shit is like I I with with the whole beef of a certain person. Right. <clears throat> I never said I wasn't a guest. Right. Like I'm absolutely a guest. Like I <laughs> I never said I wasn't. Right. And I never said I was king of anything. Right? Like, right. I had a song called Kings Never Die, but it wasn't me saying. That was one of the beats that Khalil sent me with the hook on it. That was the right. concept of the song. And I'm like, I can't say I'm the king of hip hop. Right, right, right. Say, so I threw Run DMC in there, Jam Master J. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. It was trying to, like, because I never want to be, like, I don't want to be the, fuck, the king of hip hop. How, who the fuck is the king of hip hop? Yeah. Like, is there a king of hip hop? Like, I don't. Yeah. Like, nah, I feel you on that. People would say, people would say, just because you sell the most records doesn't mean you're the best. Just because right. you can rap 40 million syllables doesn't mean you're the best. Like, I care more about rhyming the syllables. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I care more about the craft than any of the other. And that, and that shows. Okay. Yep. Right, that's good. So, let's discuss. How do we feel? You got, you got, you perplexed or you're, you're, you're... I'm not perplexed. You're not perplexed. Um, <clears throat> How do you feel about I him? feel like his response was honest. And I don't feel that he sees himself as being top-notch. Um, or being the top, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Seeing himself as being the best. I do feel like he does respect the game because he does look at it more than just throwing words out there. Mm-hmm. He actually did some type of research and actually follow through like he actually yeah, yeah. does his homework when it comes to him wanting to deliver the right music so um do i like referring to it as a guest like we just broke down i just made the joke i was like is right, he right, a right. guest like he can go in the refrigerator and get his own drink still or is he a guest? Like, <laughs> i don't like to look at it like that now but i do understand where the question came from because he is a white male who does hip-hop music and everybody knows hip-hop started with us right so is he i guess i guess if we want to put it in those words i think if you're, yes if you're using hip-hop as a euphemism for black culture <clears throat> he's 1000 percent a guest correct yes but if you're just using hip-hop as a music then right and that's why i asked what type of guests are you referring to right. are we going to break it between that and he did break it down based off of culture so Right. In that aspect, yes, he is a guest, but I feel like he's earned that position, and I feel like he's definitely put in a lot of music, regardless if it wasn't exactly what people expected when he first came out, 
because it was a definitely a different type of style. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I guess, appreciate from him. He didn't come in and bite another style and try to be part of that culture based off of copying or mimicking someone else. He came in with his own style. Yeah. So you still got to give him that as an artist. Wholeheartedly, I agree with. I'm sorry. Continue, scan. I, I'm just saying I agree with you. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't feel like there's a fake persona there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I guess that's why it bothers me to use the term as he's a guest. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm focused on so right, much is right. just the verbiage. I think. But I mean, I know why the question was asked, but in reality, I still feel like he's earned still his place in it, regardless whether he's, you know came out with something that was really, really dope recently or not, at the end of the day, he's earned his his spot. Like, I would rather hear his shit than some of the people that are out now that claim to be hip-hop, and it's shit. I think, um, for me, first I want to say, say I appreciate the interview. I, lately, I've been hating Eminem's interviews because mm-hmm. they feel so rehearsed, so structured. I would like him to sit with someone he's not cool with. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not always cool with the person you're interviewing. True. So that's one thing. Second, I agree with you. I feel like he's being honest in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, the response I, seemed honest to me. I hate the whole, you know, when we talk about such and such and such and such. Just say who you're talking about. I've always hate. That's just me a personal thing. You know, I'm a very literal person. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I say exactly what I'm feeling. So if I have an issue with someone, I'm going to say, hey, me and this person, whatever his name is, I don't like the person. I'm not going to be like... Do you remember the last episode where I was saying that sometimes it's okay to just shut the fuck up? Definitely. That's just kind of one of those moments. I mean, yeah. I know you want to be literal and you want to be expressive about how you feel about someone, but sometimes it's not necessary. That's kind of what I feel like. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was his way of trying to avoid opening a door. Because if you haven't noticed, if you put Eminem in any type of situation, he says something particular mm-hmm. people will take it and run with it kind of like we did with the ti thing right yeah. ti can say something that sounds a little off we'll take it and we run with that shit so i feel like that may be his moment of just not opening that door because it may not even be that serious because he could just be mentioning it because at that time however when or whatever relationship he has with that person mm-hmm. but it may not be popping no more like that but here's the thing though when you say when you say in those terms mm-hmm. when you say if you're talking about beef with whoever whatever you're opening the door because everybody knows who you're talking about. Then just say it. If you're, if you're mm-hmm. asking me a Does question... Does everybody know who you're talking about? Because the guy went on Twitter. like, And I quote, Lord Jamal was like, hey, I guess his ego would allow him to say, Lord Jamal was right the whole time and I was bugging for coming at him the way I did. My bad. I am a guest in the house of hip-hop. And who said this? Lord Jamal. Who, okay. Who M is talking about who's been saying you're guest in hip-hop. But did you just not notice how M left it alone, mm-hmm. made his comment so he can do his interview. Of course, of course. And then guess who came in and had to make it known that it was him. Of course. But, but that's, that's the point I'm making. I'm looking at it as like a person view of why people don't, why people shouldn't say things that they just shouldn't because sometimes it's just not necessary. It's carrying into something else. It's opening up a whole other door of conversation that may not be necessary or need to even be messed with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that right there just gives an opportunity for people to start going back and forth again. Yeah. For what? Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. For what? Um, Some things you can just leave alone. That's a, that's a small part. But I, I, I think, I do agree. I think he was being honest in this. Like, mm-hmm. 
the sincerity came off. Like I, I think this is probably this is a way better interview than the interview he did with um Case was Case like um. Yeah, I, I, I will say I haven't I haven't seen too many interviews with him. First and foremost, because he doesn't sit down for a lot of them. But um, I, the sincerity that came across in the interview was just undeniable, yeah. truthfully, in my opinion. Yeah, he's um, very genuine. Like, and comfortable. And going back to, going back to um, Scan's comments, like, at this point, he's earned his spot. Like, whether you want to call him a guest of hip-hop or not, if he is a guest, he's definitely one of those guests that when they ask for something, you kind of look at them sideways like, why you nigga, you know where the cups are. Like, mm-hmm. why are you asking can you get some water? Like, nigga, you know where the cups exactly. are. Exactly. Don't get some fucking water if you thirst. Yep. You know where it's at. Like, I, I, I appreciate you asking. Right. Probably at this point. You done been here so often. Yeah, how long you been here? How many times you right, been here? Right, you knew to come like, and close the screen door and fucking mm-hmm. make sure that you do the dishes yes. that you dirtied up. Like, right. that's what we're talking about right. here. So I feel like he's earned his position to be able to come in the house whenever the fuck he wants to. Exactly. <laughs> he don't like, leave a mess. Gonna, <laughs> it's, 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 it's no longer that, that whole structure. Oh, you knock on the door and you got to ask right. if here. And you still stand outside when they call them and they come through the house. It's just like, as soon as you knock on the door, it's just like, the door gets open, you walk in, and your parents go upstairs and be like, yo, Marshall downstairs. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Marshall's <laughs> here. Right, he's here, he's downstairs. He waiting for you. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't, hey, how you, how you doing, Mr. and Mrs. Hip Hop? Um, can't rock him come out to play. Can't rock him. Right, right. You think, and you be like, you know, you still, uh, they, they shut the door and walk upstairs, Kim, Ryan, you, that Marshall boy is here again. <laughs> that Marshall boy is here again. Right, right. Like, Don't he, y'all be too loud down here when y'all recording and shit. Right. <laughs> like, I, I yeah, think, like, um, I appreciate his, you can see his love for hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like, I've watched a couple of clips from the interview. I'm going to sit down and watch the whole thing. But you can you can see that it resonated. So for me, like I've always yeah, had respect even for the, even the conversation that him and Crooked had about like the T-shirts that he wears that has like different classic iconic hip hop groups on it that people don't know about, like. He's just a fan of seeing the artwork, and then he's his music process because it, later on in the interview he says how he's just trying to prove you know he, he doesn't feel he's the go he doesn't feel he's the key he doesn't feel anything mm-hmm. he's just trying to rap and, and and my criticism of him for the last few albums is like okay and we know you can rap mm-hmm. but in his head he's like yo I'm still trying to show I can rap like dog we got that what else you got 
but he still thinks he has to prove that. Like, hey, I have to show you guys I can rap. But think about it, though. Think about the question that was just asked to him. He said, I guess. See what happens? Yeah. yeah. So, so it's I, a psychological I fuck. I, I get it. Like, I completely, like... <laughs> That's what happens. And unfortunately, because he respects it so much and he loves it so much that he wants to be accepted and be part of it. So when he comes with it, he tries to come with 100% of what he can, you know what I mean? I that he can pro- provide. So, but that's where that mentality I, I, comes from is because he gets questions like that. Yeah. Imagine just like we get questioned as a black person who did, who was, uh, what is his name? When everybody made a big deal about him being gay after finding out that riding a horse song. What was it? Um, Lil Nas X. Right. Mm-hmm. He was on country music charts at one point yeah. and they took his black ass off. Right? Then it took Billy Ray Cyrus to be on his song to put his ass back up there. So it goes both ways. Yeah. So being the Eminem is white, he has to prove something. He feels like he still has to prove something, regardless if it's the same type of music or not. But at the end of the day, he felt like I wrote something and I want to present it. And as long as y'all fuck with it, then I'm happy with it. And that's how it's looked at. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. We- this exact conversation has had has been had with another MC that is nice as fuck, and he's white. And this was the exact same conversation. There's right? a lot of people I feel like that are um, that are Caucasian rappers, and they do feel like they have to prove something, right? Yeah, but in re- in. They have to come ten times harder too, because there's music that's being made by our own kind by black people, and it be crap, but it still get played. Yeah. Just because they 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 showing that persona and they well, doing that pow pow pop pop off type of music, you no, like. I think it's still, it's, it's <laughs> so they got to come harder. You know what? That 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 is that is a real. I remember when M came out, and it was. So much of a backlash, and it was just like, oh, yep, I well, remember like, it. Didn't do this. Like even back to Vanilla Ice. Like let's be real. Yep. So even with with Snow, <laughs> like when he Marky came Mark out, Mark in the Funky Snow. Bunch, nigga. How about yeah, that? Funky, funky, funky. I think no. Like, I think for me, hold on. I think for it me, got, I think it it's got to, it got to a point where they were really like, it's a black culture. It's a black culture. You can't like as as mm-hmm. you can't. What's wrong with you? You can't be doing that. You can't be dressing like them and saying they stuff. Well, I think I think it becomes it comes from this is art. It's not just the black culture. It's the euphemism. Has gone through to be respectful of it, but in some areas we're so accepting of trash rap just because it's. Right, exactly. That's my point. Well, I think it's once again. I think it's because it's the youth business. We look at black. We look at hip hop as black culture. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, and this, this is a whole larger part of the conversation, but we don't have a culture. Mm-hmm. You know, when when they that we really claim is our own. Right when they took like if you look at Puerto Ricans, they have like Puerto Rican Day Parade. They have these things. Mm-hmm. Mexicans, all these other races and species species have these cultures and traditions they have in their culture. We have Black History Month. We have Black History Month. Which is basically about slaves. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> just, just talk about being kings and queens and where our ancestry really came so from. So we look at just hip-hop, focusing on that. We look if you look at hip hop. Hip hop is our culture. We have it holidays is. in hip hop. You know. Yeah. We look at hip hop as our culture. So when someone not of excuse me of our culture, we look at them harder. Correct. Like if I was trying to go over to Italy and say, you know what, I want to be part of the mob. You know, I'm doing all the right things. That's a little deeper, but okay. But feel me, <laughs> that's a little deeper, but okay. But okay. I'm saying is like, oh, you never know, mom. though. You never know. We've seen like, Denzel like and the American Gangster. You know what I mean? He, I mean you know, like, a little different, but okay. But, <laughs> I'm doing all the right things. Listen, let me say it. Hold on, I'm, I'm doing all, I'm doing all the right things. I'm uh-huh. killing the right people. I'm, right, I'm making tribute. I'm doing all the right Got things. You. But because I'm not part of that culture, uh huh, they were like, oh, you're never, you'll never be part of it, or you have to. Go no, you'll never be a made man. That's what it is. You and, can be part of it all you and, want, and because you're not the full Sicilian. Your ass will never be made. And that's the same way we look at Eminem. I see what you're saying. You're not a made man. You're not a made man. There we go. You just said some real shit. Gotcha. Listen, I took I took the long way there, but that's what I meant to say. (laughs) You're right. That's how we look at Eminem. But at least Eminem is like Robert De Niro in what is it? Uh, uh, The Irishman. Not the Irishman. Uh, gosh, I can't remember them. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. When he realized, even though he was dope as fuck and he knew he could always get his his money, and they loved him, he was never gonna be a made guy because he wasn't all the way Sicilian. He and didn't come from a full-blown Sicilian family. So he's never going to be made. You're one of the guys. Oh, we love you. Smack you on the face. We love you. But you're not going to be one you're not, of that. You're not one of us. No matter what you do, you'll never be a made you'll man. You'll never be a made man. You'll never be a made man. You'll never be a made man. Wow. Damn, I just put that in there. That's exactly what that is. Very Thank true. Thank you. Very true. I get a good every now and then. That's, yeah. a, that's cool. I put that into a a, a, a wild perspective. Yeah, because you have because I think the the problem a lot of people have when they have this discussion with Eminem is they look at hip hop as music. Mm-hmm. But if you stop looking at it as music and look at it as our culture, mm-hmm. it puts it in a whole other perspective. It does. It goes also. It falls in the same category as when we see white women with braids. We see Caucasian women with micros or having corn rolls or putting beads in their hair. Um, I can't ever say a really bother me but I ain't gonna lie if I've seen it it does kind of make me look like <sighs> for real like we couldn't keep that I'm not gonna lie if we got some of these fans I'm not gonna lie <laughs> what really bothers me is white girls who pretend to be black I really don't like that to me I feel like you're really not then don't get me wrong there's some that really are like that mm-hmm. but then there are times you can kind of tell when you're kind of forcing it like that's not really you as a person you didn't have to get the neon green multicolored fingernails that are long as shit and then got beads down your back and you just kind of talking all ghetto and hood yeah, cause I feel like it's a joke man. yeah like now, now you just kind of making fun like yeah. I don't feel like you're really being serious about, like that's that. how you picture all of us and that's not really what our culture is, you know what I mean? But I do understand where you're coming from. That was a good analogy. I like how you use it. I will say this. I will say this. Um, To go um, in some agreements with with what you said Um, and to take it a step further. There is a difference between hip-hop, the music, and hip-hop, the culture. Mm -hmm. There... 
and I think that's kind of where the lines get blurred when conversations get had about yeah. certain things. Is somebody is talking about hip hop the culture, and somebody's talking about hip hop the music. Um, as far as the culture, the b boying, you know, the the shell toes, the attitude, the the slang, that's the culture. The music borders between both. And I think that's kind of where the lines get blurred. Like, even, shout out to, um, I can't think of his name at the moment, but the guy who did um, the Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix. You can't be like me, g uh, I'm the only one on this show that can't remember nobody's names, okay? <laughs> he, he, the, the way it was presented as far as showing the, the both sides of it from you know hip-hop b-boying in the street to when it hit mainstream and then showing successful artists saying yeah when he when when diddy first started i hated his ass And that's, that kind of goes into the conversation that we're talking about as far as there's a certain part of it as far as the culture that is ours. That, you know, unless you're from it, you're, as y'all said, you'll never be a made man. And that's what On the is. music side of it, my opinion, M's a welcome guest. As far as the culture, yeah, he can't be a made man. And I think because today's society lacks nuance, people don't make that di- distinction. They don't say, well, we're talking about the culture, we're talking about music, it's just hip hop. Right. So it that brings that argument. Like, well, M did this, M did this. That's fine. He can rap. Good job. But he's not a made man. Right. And I think, and I hope people take that. Run with it. Feel free to run with it. Take it. You heard it from Wade first. Um, Because I think that explains it. (laughs) I think that explains it clearer. Like, yeah, fine. Do it. Come. We love you. Come on in. Come on in. But hey. I think we're still a little bit more accepting. Than other cultures, though. I think... We definitely are. We have a little bit more understanding of that, only because we know what it feels like to be treated in a fashion Mm -hmm. to where we're not being accepted no matter how good we are at Mm -hmm. something. I think that's one of our weakest... It is. I hate that about us. (laughs) You know, and you're right when it comes to certain things, but just like anything, you have to give a little humility sometimes. Like, you you can't always be like, well, fuck you then, because you said fuck you to me. Like... That's not how the world. I got you because I have moments like that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Where you really just be like throw hands and be like, man, fuck you, and then keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not care about whatever that's going on with an individual. Not thinking about it a little deeper than that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that is one of our good traits. 
I mean, because we, have, we are able yes. to look past that because we know what that shit feels like. And because we don't want that shit to happen to us all the time, we try to open that door and show that, hey, as much as you think that I'm just like this ugly ass monster looking monkey motherfucker, I mean, at the end of the day, look how much caring or more caring that we are. You know what I mean? I'm able to accept whatever it is that's going on with you, regardless I like it or not. Listen, on its on its own, that is an admirable quality. However, I feel like as a whole, doesn't work. I feel like our enemies have used it against us. Of course, and I say that. And yeah, because the evil always is going to trump on that because exactly. they don't care about shit. Exactly, and and I say that and I'll leave that at that. Yeah, because that's a whole other conversation. All right. Um, <laughs> let's continue on here. But that was a good. That was a good. I feel good about that. That's a good. Oh, that's a good one. Um, so how about we talk about this incense stick? Let's get into this. Okay. Um, we talked about this. Was it last show? Show before? I think it was the last show. Re- it was recently. It was recently. The last two um, shows. One yeah, two. Yeah, last two shows. We mentioned Erica Badu. We all know Erica Badu. We all love Erica Badu. She was selling her um, incense that smelled like her pussy. I still don't like seeing pussy. It sounds whack. Um, her vagina. What can I say? I don't know. I'll figure it out later. Um, so she was selling these things on her website for fifty dollars for was it twenty? Fifty dollars there, twenty incense for fifty dollars. Right? These incense sold out in fifteen minutes. Sold out. You can't get them anymore. They're all sold out. They're gone. In fifteen minutes. Now a YouTuber Go ahead, G. She said she said she ran up. Oh she re oh she re of course she ran up. It smells like a is that hard? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it makes me want to buy it just because I want to smell and see if it actually even has any type of close smell to pussy. But uh, you know, I just uh, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around this. Like, I just you know, she was selling like fifty dollars a package. Fifty dollars for twenty twenty incense was fifty dollars, and he sold. And I'm first and foremost, I'm not gonna buy it. I'm, I'm, I'll be, you I'm sure? Honest about it. I'm not, I'm not buying no incense for 50 bucks. I'm not. I don't give a fuck. Unless we are now to the level of uh, like the ground opening up beneath me and uh, a spiritual awakening is happening and God, Jesus, and the devil uh, you know have mended their ways and they sitting down and we all drinking mimosas I'm not fucking buying incense for 50 bucks I'm not cause the black ice shit still popping <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I, am I curious to smell it of course especially after a reaction video Oh, my nigga ate the joint. Yeah, when there's a reaction video, Uncanation, if you haven't seen it, there's a reaction video of a guy, you know, you know how people do reaction videos. Y'all know how it works. A guy bought the incense, yeah. and he, it smelled so good to him. He actually. He ate it. Mm-hmm. He ate the joint. It was like, this is the best puppy he's ever had. <laughs> That's insane. He ate it. The whole stick, though. Listen, stick. listen. It wasn't like, it wasn't like he, he took a bite and just nibbled on it. It was just like, hmm, this is pretty good. And then kept talking like, no, he's the whole stick. He, he just, mm, mm, 
gym like it was a, a fucking slim gym fucking <laughs> devoured that slim and then that will be the same person who will buy something off a of fans only page and mm-hmm. can go to Pornhub and get it for free. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, you know, I ain't gonna knock you, Erica. If you, you know, I mean, you may. I really wish I could do that. Like, I really wish I could say I have incense that smells like my vagina and then sell them for fifty dollars a pop for twenty. Like, that's I mean, not if, a thing. If, it's a hustle. If she in today's society, people sell everything. So hey, she's not. She's not demeaning. I don't soul. think people would believe me though. Like if I told them I had incense sticks that well, smell like. It, but it kind of fits her brand. You know, if you think about Erica Badu, it like, oh, this makes sense. It's probably some. She's the yeah, yeah, yes, yes. She's what? She's the oracle. Like she, she's she. Yeah, I'm about to say she's the oracle. She's this, like they dubbed her the oracle, the unicorn. Like a new age witch. Yeah, especially what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, look, and y'all want to light this shit up in your house? I'm not. I'm not. If we gonna really go there, and y'all want to light this shit up in your house? I'm one thousand percent. There's some voodoo on this. There's some voodoo shit. I'm one thousand percent sure of that. Like, yeah, look, her. all of a sudden, all the niggas in the house is gonna be dressing like Andre 3000 and Common, yo. Like, that's what's about to start. I believe happening. that before. <laughs> I, I didn't believe that. Yeah. You gotta look at the, her resume. It's hilarious. Yo. It's hilarious. It's just like, listen, yo, the guys gonna like, start changing like, their clothes. I've seen so many memes from like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> like, they're gonna be burning up. sage in the house before the chicks get home trying to figure out what the fuck is up. Like, it's just like yo, once you once you smell it, that's just where you at at that point. And it's been a running joke with us for for years, ever since Common and and Three Stacks. It's just like mm. yo, after both of them dealt with her, they they started wrapping their ass off like they glow up was crazy. So hey, look, everybody always man. If I ever, I'm gonna come out with some wax. I'm gonna come out with some burning wax that smell like my vagina. <laughs> I'm gonna start off low though. I'm gonna start him like ten dollars. Like ten dollars. You know what's crazy? Wait for Kim Kardashian to do it. She gonna come out with like candles or some shit. Yeah, I'm telling you. Like no, now, didn't, it's gonna be somebody, a thing. didn't we talk about that? Somebody else did candles. I don't remember us talking about anybody else having candles. Yeah, I don't remember nobody else doing. We that, just talk about everybody do things smelling like. Some other after the success that she's had with this incense. I'm sure it's going to happen. Somebody else. else. Yep. They're going to come out with bath balls that fucking (laughs) dissolve in the bathtub. Smells like pussy. They're going to have incense in the car now. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's some crazy shit. But you know know what's going to happen? Two things are going to happen. We're going to ruin it. Somebody's going to bootleg the incense. It's not what Smack is supposed to smell. Yep, and they're going to sell it on every Exxon, every Shell, or, every Seven. Or somebody going to use it and try to cheat. They're like, some girl come on, why my house Mike with it? Oh, no, that's the incense. That's baby. the incense, baby. That's, that's Erica. Baby. That's about? Erica, baby. I was know, trying to get you in the mood, girl. You know we girl. bought these incense. I got that Erica. I got that Erica. Got that Badu. I was trying to get you all comfortable. That's Badu. You know that Baduism, baby. I know, I know you like it. Stop it. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Stop it's going to happen. Baduci. Baduci. I'm not fucking sure. I could have sworn we talked about somebody else doing this too, some candles or something. But hey, if you want to go get them, this is not an ad. Go to Erica's Badu website, and she says she's gonna re up. So go buy, probably more expensive next time. But hey, if you want her vagina? But I'm one thousand percent sure there's some voodoo on there. Oh, here it is. Gwyneth Paltrow 
has a, a candle that smells her vagina. Oh my god! I knew it was somebody else did. You said who Gwyneth Paltrow. She has yeah, a, she's um, somebody. Don't buy her candles though, because she's the same woman talking about it's hard for them, for her as an actress to be a mom, and it's so difficult. It's hard life trying to maintain it, even though this bitch got a nanny. <laughs> she's selling her candles for fourteen dollars. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> it's hard being a mom and having all that money and having a fucking nanny. Get the hell out of here. I bet your candles do smell like vagina. Shit. She don't want this single parent life. She definitely don't want Hell no. She don't want this fucking single mom life. Get out of here. <laughs> Shit. I'm serious. Like literally sat in an interview and was just like, oh my God, it's just so overwhelming and it's difficult trying to do my job and be a mom. It's just, you know, it's just so hard out here these days, bitch. <laughs> Say your nanny. <laughs> I know you're not talking about you, right? <laughs> you're not talking about yourself. All right, so look, before we get out of here, I did want to mention um, Puffy and his kids. What the, like, like, how did I even say that? Like, um, they're bringing back um, Making the band Making the band Puff is bringing back Making the band With the judges being Him and his sons And someone else And It's, it's um, They're doing the R&B version A lot of people Were wondering Which version of Making the band It's not rap It's R&B um, So it brought up An interesting question Me and Scare was talking about mm-hmm. So G Let me ask you Maybe you have A better memory than this Without looking it up Without without looking it up, because I think we looked up, we pretty much We had to look one. it up, and we only found one that we could really say, yeah. Okay. Who is the last, is it who? Did I say who? Which group that you can remember was the last popular R&B singing group? group. Like, group. New, new group. Not, not like new edition of 112, like someone new. Like, within the last 10 group, years, yes, I guess. As far as a group. That wasn't for making the band, just in general. In general. In general. Um, as far as the group R&B singers, um, the first ones that come to mind, and I was, would be pretty Ricky. That's. I think it's too far back. Yeah, too far back. Yeah, I'm talking about like maybe okay. within the last ten years. Let's say. Yeah, it was in the last ten years. It's been an R&B group. Has, no, male has, R&B group. Can you think of I'm one? Has it been? It doesn't matter. Whether it's male, female, a mixture of the two. We want to know when was the last time you can remember there was an actual popular R&B group. Like that was popular. Like, That's new. Not not like new additional. No matter. Yeah, like don't that. go that far back. And we're talking after Destiny Child. We're talking, you know what I mean? Because at that time, that was a lot of, there was a lot of R&B groups at that time. That was a thing. But, you know. And I was going to say, I think that's, that's, yeah, past the era of Pretty Ricky was, I don't recall anything outside And that. that was the question that I raised, right? Was not to say that the show may not be popular, Right. And it probably will, but let's think about it, though. When was the last time we really had a popular R&B group? 
And that wasn't even no. made on TV as a reality show starting off first, right? And actually was still popping and sticking around. And what did you come up with, Wade? Because it did um, take us to have to look internet. it up. The internet is the last group that I can remember. Well, first, well, Who? I don't, I'm not going to look at the internet as in, in that same setup, so to speak. I look at the internet as like the roots. There's <laughs> so, still a group. I yeah, get what you're saying, both. but yeah, but, you got it. Still no, hold on, hold on. No, they're a band. Let me say that. Okay, not, you're right. You're right. Band. But that's about as close as we can get. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you tell me another no, one that like, you can think of. No, like, literally, the last actual R&B group, like, it was just uh, multiple singers, or, uh, or they had a role that they sung. Yeah, I can't think of anything past Freddie Ricky. That I, was I think that, um, that was I think maybe Day Twenty Six probably. Yeah, that came, but that's still a long time. That's still ago. a long time ago. So that begs the question: Is this even a viable option? No, I think I mean even Day Twenty Six off of you know making the band was, if I'm not mistaken, that still preceded Pretty Ricky. Was still around the same time. Probably, probably around the same time. So, but well, that yeah, with that being said, true. like, is that even a viable option? Why right. Do so that's why I was saying, why do a show around something that's not really in the marketplace? A, right yeah, now? that's not. And I'm not saying they can't be successful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying just just when we talked about like Kanye doing the gospel album, right? What did I say? Yeah. I thought it was going to yeah. be shit, but that doesn't mean that when it came out, it couldn't have been something great. You know what I mean? He could turn and flip that around and it could be a popular thing and Puffy and his sons could possibly do the same thing but when in the market do where in the market do you really foreseeing a popular group that's actually going to be around like we're not talking about you come out with a few singles and then then fuck off in two months and two years there ain't around no more because if you notice there was a couple of groups that Puffy did like that you, you, you presented multiple points <laughs> well, hold on. One one point I did bring up was the, the Free Nationals, which is the group from Anderson Pack. But people don't know who the Free Nationals are, so right. I can't even count. So them we don't want to use them as a popular. But again, again, the Free Nationals is a band. It's not That's a. True it's too. not a right. band. But do you see how we keep going back to a band? See how there's nowhere in between. You either got a band. Well, you got this, the one person <laughs> who's doing it's it by solo, themselves. Yeah, it's either a band, <laughs> one person by themselves. There's no no group anymore. Scan, scan. Let me get this. Like I said, you presented multiple points to argue. <laughs> Let me get this off for a second. Now, for the fact that we cannot definitively say there's been a popular R&B group in multiple years that in itself creates the lane that it's it's wide open because it hasn't been done mm-hmm. you can make that but argument okay history has shown us it fucking worked <laughs> right because <laughs> because if we really just start running down groups it's just multiple it's just at this point a temporary work though a wide it has been a wide open gap that nobody has capitalized on. You're right. And that's what he's about to do. Insert Diddy. (laughs) Right. Diddy is known for 
taking a lane that nobody's in, making it pop, and get the fuck out before the shit fails. Right. Like I said, it lasts for a couple of years. The point that, so again, like I said, you presented multiple points to argue. When's the last time? Is it still, is it, is it even possible or anything that people want to look at? I honestly believe, yes, of, of, of whether it be a female R&B group, a male R&B group, or a mixture of the two, a great R&B group right now would would be awesome. How long will it last is, a, is the other opposing thing of it. Like, will it last? Probably not. On bad, on bad Boy? Probably not. Yeah, I'm about to say, look at look at Diddy's history when it came when it comes to artists. Period. Not even just groups, just artists. Period. They have their chance. And you know, I, yeah, and I, I think that's what so, ruins it for me, and I think that's what ruins the bands because he puts these people together based off of a contest that he's running. That's also built around this whole reality show look, which we all know is going to be nothing but fucking drama. That's yeah. really what it is. Yeah, it's not really building a band, and that's what I feel like it takes. It takes away from you making a popular group because there's a different focus here, and I guess that's where where we both have a point there like you said puffy can take something turn it into something great and then throw it out there and then be like all right now i'm out this bitch you know what i mean and then it lasts for a little while and then dumb people are just diminished and it ain't no good no more so that's why i feel like he does it just for showmanship not Mm -hmm. because you really want a band out there yeah, it's, it's for a quick... I, I'm sure Puff has to deal with MTV or BET or whoever that, hey, I get this band together. We made one album. Y'all pay for everything. I'm putting my name on it. I'm Puff. Bad boy. Pay me. I'm out. And that's why we see a lot of these yeah. artists. Do you know where my brain went? This is what... I'm sorry, G. Real quick before I lose it. You know where my brain went when we were just talking about how... Puffy was like, you need to help your 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 local black artists, mm-hmm. and we need to give back to those type of right. artists because they need that help and that support. Because we got a lot of dope people out here doing music and this, that, and the third. He was, but he's plans. not, but he's not giving any rights back to nobody neither. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when I'm hearing this, it's like, yeah, you know, we want to come up with a dope group now. You know what I mean? We want to give back to the black artists and show this, that, and the third. But at the same time. I'm going to shit on it by putting this drama reality show around it. Like, I just don't feel like those two, like... Well, that's what that's what kind of what Mace was saying. That's my point. Like just, that's saying, what made me think of that. You're saying one thing, Puff, but you're doing something completely different. Completely different. So what's going to happen is, yeah, you're going to bring these dope artists together, right? Some people who are really fucking talented. But you know what's going to happen? Nobody's going to be able to really focus on their talent because you're going to show all the drama and bullshit that's on top of it. So now no longer are people going to really focus. In my opinion, this is my my opinion nobody's going to really want to focus on the artistic ability this individual has instead they're going to focus on whatever this reality tv show decided that they were going to post about whatever argument or whatever situation they went through or them getting drunk or them getting a fist fight mm-hmm. so now you have a different idea and a, a different persona about somebody just because you're watching this show so i feel like the show 
takes away from their actually their actual artistic ability. Yes, he can do something successful in the beginning and it could possibly go somewhere off top, but is it going to allow them to be on a long run type of successful yeah. um, venture? I don't feel that it gives them the, pri- the proper start. Let me put I it agree. that way. I agree with you on that. That's, that's how I feel about it. Let's I put agree. it that way. I agree. Right. Right. So that's just kind of how I look at it. You know, the the initial question was, when was the last time you saw a popular group? You know what I mean? Not to say there wasn't one that existed, but I don't like how it's being presented. Right. I feel like he can make his own group without having to be a reality show. So that's why I feel like his initial approach is not really to put a real popular group out. It's just for you to get ratings for your show. Right. And so put your son's names out. out. And that might, that might be the biggest point. Hey. That's what I'm saying. And put your son's the name more, out. The, like, more, the more and more we sat right here and discussed it, the more and more I thought about it. Dirty Money. <laughs> yeah. That was his group. See? <laughs> yeah. After Pity Ricky, yeah. what was with Diddy? <laughs> like I'm gonna be honest, I wouldn't want to be on the show only because as an artist, as an artist, I've yeah. seen the trend. Like I would be nervous that I would go into this what? and then you know what I mean. And don't get me wrong, a lot of people will jump on it anyway because it's an opportunity exactly. for them. So I get it, but then that's where those contracts come in because he's gonna write you in a certain contract <laughs> that yeah, you may stay with him for a little while, but even after you leave this, I still got you for the next five years like but whatever you write is still mine let's play the long game though let's it's, play the long it's, it's so funny because these conversations have come up like countless times this is like as an artist yeah, yeah. but hey let's play let's say diddy is playing the long game uh-huh. and i i have always said regardless of their success and the heights they can get you to i would never sign with diddy I would never sign with baby. Never sign with yeah. Does it feel like they get you started and they just dump you off and collect on you? Just like some people, like regardless of their track record, they've made successful people and yeah, they made money, but like at the end of the day, the business practices made them slaves and the artists didn't get shit. Correct, and now they're nowhere. And now allegedly, they're nowhere. Allegedly. Let me say allegedly because, right. you know, I've never read any of their contracts or anything True. like that. But just how things played out it just doesn't look good <laughs> and I'm not fucking with it I'm check like, this out let's, 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 let's say let's say Diddy's playing the long game let's say he knew this show was coming up because I'm sure he knew this show was coming up mm-hmm. and he planted that speech to get people to listen to him and artists say you know what I'm gonna fuck with Diddy now he's on this black empowerment shit mm-hmm. I'm a, I wasn't gonna do it before because I know Diddy's record but now he's on some other shit so I'm gonna go fuck with him Right, and of course, and they're not going to think like we think. Where I actually right. broke that down and just compared the two conversations, like, and then looking at your track record, I wouldn't want no parts of it. That's just my opinion. Regardless, I and yes, I can stand by what I say. I am one of those people. Like, I don't give a fuck if it's money involved in it or not. If I feel like you as an individual is not good for me when it comes to shit like that, right? I can't do it. Like, down the line, I feel like I'm going to get fucked. <laughs> like, I, I just, always feel like if. If I was good enough to be signed by one person, if if I was a good enough rapper to be signed by Diddy, then I'd be Why signed by somebody else. Why can't I buy none else? If one person like it, 
Exactly. Doesn't mean somebody else is not going to like exactly. it. If you like it, somebody else may love it just as much as you like it. Exactly. It's very true. So that's how I always felt about that. So, but I'm interested to see how it unfolds. Um, I probably check it out because it's more to it than we know. Of course. And I really want to see it because, like we said earlier, there is no successful mu- music band or no music group, group men yeah. or women or both. Within the last 10 years. Yeah. And I'm definitely curious to see what he comes up with for yeah. this day and age of how the music is going. Yes. So I am curious to see what he'll put together. Um, I'll probably check out maybe one or two episodes, I'm going to be honest, just because I am curious. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I see this, there's some... Once they start doing that fuckery with mm-hmm. cutting clips and people are arguing and fighting, I'm not waiting no more. Yeah, it's like, going to completely take me off of it. And that's done, every show has always done me like that. I just don't do well with reality shows because it's not reality. It's not reality. The, last thing I do, the whole thing, with even with his sons being involved in it, like, y'all are successfully <laughs> musically. So, <laughs> that's true, too. <laughs> Why y'all? Why are you judging? <laughs> oh, because oh, because they're my kids. Exactly, it's my son. My son knows. You know what I mean. And that may be the long game too, because yeah. Puff could just be like, "I'm just setting my sons up." Of course, why not? Y'all going? We're gonna make a, a group to make music with my sons, right? <laughs> so your first they're gonna single, produce your music. You know what I mean? Your first single featuring King Kong, right? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like he's gonna he's gonna produce it. Like yeah, yeah. You wait, wait, you fucking nailed it. I promise you. Yeah, it's gonna be a couple of songs where it's like, all right, well, y'all gotta do a remix version to. The King Combs joint. Exactly. And whoever has the best version, that's what we're going to put out. 1,000%. And yep. it's going to be some young fuckers that be like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yep. Yep. That's the industry. That's why the industry keeps going this way. Because everybody, people at our age, we know better. But from 20-year-olds, they hungry. That's all they want. They just want to eat. They don't care what food plate. They just want to eat. <laughs> Man. We all was just like, Damn. <sighs> Damn, this is where it comes back. Well, you need a consigliere. You need an OG to say, hey. Hey. You might not want this Stop this, right this fuckery. <laughs> you might not want this right You now. may not want to go this route. You know? You need somebody. You know, you remember Dave Chappelle talking about some clink, clink, breast milk. Exactly. He was joking this nigga for a reason. <laughs> okay? Exactly. Don't do it. So, let's get ready to wrap up here. G, what do you have streaming for us this week? Um... Let's see. I'm going to rock with this Wiz Khalifa. It's only weed, bro. I think I'm getting back into smoking weed, truthfully. <laughs> I ain't been smoking for some years. I, you know, they hit a couple of J's here and there. I remember why I used to smoke. <laughs> um, and some, you know, some of these might be a little old, but eh, it is what it is. I'm going to check out the... Justin Bieber changes. Um, Able with the hoodie artist 2.0. Marlo first, first and third. Uh, Saint Hopeless Romantic. But at the top of the list, that Royce the Five Nine. Yes, the allegory. Matter of fact, I think he at this point he could just drop the the Five Nine part and just be Royce. I Everybody know who the fuck. We yeah, I think I think you're right about that. Yeah. 
that's gonna be the main thing throughout the week. All the rest, I'll probably play here and there. But uh, like on constantly repeat to digest is gonna be that worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually listening to that Royce on my way here, and um, that boy can rap. That, that boy, boy good. That boy real good. That boy good. That boy good. That boy good. That boy good. good. That boy good. That boy good. That boy under the Sun. Under the Sun of Dreamville. This is from the album, Return of the yep, Dreamers. That is correct. Okay. Yeah, Dreamville, Under the Sun, y'all. Hey, I got the promotion. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dreamville, Under the Sun, Return of the <laughs> Dreamers. They got a promotion. <laughs> yeah, it, that's the remix. I'm on five and but I'm really cool. Don't acknowledge the search 
when they ridicule. They don't come out at the dark, but I swim with the sharks. You ain't got enough heart, get a bigger pool. Wanna fight, but he bigger. I ain't really tripping. Reach under my shirt, grab a bigger tool. I got a Glock with a dick, let's get physical. They gon' be hollering, not ripping. They missing you. They got me started, I might as well finish. I'm from Charlotte, you know how these niggas do, baby. And that is Dreamville Under the Sun. With featuring Baby and Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all know me, T and T D E. Um, <laughs> and Luke. And Luke, yeah, yeah. And, and, and J. Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah of, um, course. of course. Of course. <laughs> um, so before we get out here, a couple of Lucy's. Um what was it? What was it? Um, I heard Method Man is working on a new album that's supposed to be entirely produced by Havoc from Mob Deep. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, huge Havoc. Bars of Death. Yeah, Bars of Death, 1,000%. Um, Bone Thugs and Harmony changed their name to Boneless Thugs and Harmony. To Which I agree. I agree with Lazy for the whole commercial. Their shit is preposterous. I know it's um we don't say this no more, but I feel like they sold out, right? Like, why would you change your name? Like, if you want to sell chicken wings, then that's fine, but don't change your name. It's like, and I always get criticism for this. Remember when Buster Rhymes did the Mountain Dew commercial? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Duha, you sold out. Yeah. Do I like that? That shit was selling out. <laughs> like, if you want to sell a product, that's one thousand percent. But when you change your art to sell a product, that's selling out. And yeah, boneless stuff in harmony. Yeah, to to that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, and uh, of course, even to the point, it's just dumb. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, I, <laughs> to go on forever about that but look yeah it's it's just stupid no yeah it's just shit it's one of the dumbest things I've heard, and I'm 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 so disappointed in in one of the groups I grew up on, and I thought they were better than that. Um, I, I agree, and I'm not a fan of boneless wings anyway. To me, those are chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> if it don't got a bone in it, it's not a fucking wing. I mean, that's if a valid. It's a boneless wing. It's a fucking chicken nugget or a chicken tender. My nigga, it's not a, valid a fucking point. wing. Valid point. <laughs> Uh, I did want to also wish another rest in peace to Jeanette DeBowles. She passed away at 74. For those who don't know, she was Walona from Good Times. Mm. She passed away at 74. Um, and I think that's Man, it. 2020 is not slowing down. That shit is. 2020, uh, 2020 is 2020. just wiping motherfuckers <laughs> and keeping it moving. Like, oh, man. Bro, we still in February. How many people passed? Yeah. This Already. Was, listen, it's been a rough in, year. In, in two months. How many people passed? I mean, that's just crazy. Also, I w- we didn't need to mention this last week, so I want to mention it now. There's a new Tupac documentary that says he's been hiding in New Mexico. In in New Mexico. Not Mexico. In New Mexico. That's coming in out. In New Mexico. Um, I just want to put that in there. <laughs> So he, Move from Cuba to Mexico. <laughs> Somewhere in Albuquerque. <laughs> um, yeah. Doing what? Did, 
I don't fuck. Of been, all places he could possibly be. It's been damn near 25 years, man. Let it go. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'm the biggest alcoholic. Y'all know me. But exactly. Like, look, let it go. I, 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 as much as I, I would love for Pac to be alive and, you know, at some point make a grand re-entrance and start doing music. If the passing of his mother did not make him surface, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, yo. It's a wrap. <laughs> Let it be. Yeah, I'm sorry, yo. Listen, I'm, I'm, y'all know me. I went to MIT, the Machiavelli Institute of Technology. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm all for it. You know, I believe in Machiavellianism. That's my religion. You know, Saint Machiavelli, the patron saint of all thugs. Uh, but um, it's a wrap. Sorry. It's 25 years, B. 24. Sorry. Um, I think that's Man, it. Like- let it be. Let it be. Yeah. Let him rest in peace. Um, and I think that's it. Anything else before we get out of here, y'all? Nope. I think that's it. That's it. Uh, so, make sure you follow us all on social media. Um, check out your show. I was just about to do Go that. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and check us out on Sweet Talk. Um, we are the sweet talk. Uh, <laughs> sweet not me, not me. <laughs> no, just sweet talk. Uh, me and my two co-hosts. We got uh, sweetie and a uh, little bit, and myself, of course, scan. Um, we do have an episode. Well, we had an episode that just released. Uh, number thirty-nine was on Friday, which is Black Men and Depression. So that's a pretty Ooh, good episode. That's a. You should yeah. have you on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always depressed. <laughs> and we had a, a, a guest on there as well. So thank you so much, Cardia, for being a, a guest on the show for that. Um, but please definitely check us out. Um, like I said, we're on Anchor for free. We're also available on Spotify and Google Podcasts as well. Um, that usually drops a couple of weeks after we just go ahead and post it. And it's every Friday at noon. So if you also want to come check out my page, which is Scan A1, or our Facebook, IG, and Twitter, which is Three Sweet Talkers. And G, you still nah? I'll let you say that for later. I say it for later. I say it for later. Um, <laughs> make sure you all follow G on, on Instant Media, Instant Media, on social media. Follow me on social media. Always follow the podcast at Words with Wade. G is underscore G underscore L I underscore seventeen underscore. I don't fucking. It's a bunch of underscores. You find them on the page. Follow me. Look, I'm just the way you blow. You had it right. It was just underscore <laughs> G underscore L I. And I'm just the way you blog. Spell it how it sounds. Um, I think that's Aloysius Aloysius yes Young Weed Aloysius Blogs um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny that's another story we'll be here for another hour if I said that uh, that's it though that's it um, once again y'all enjoy your week we'll catch y'all next week um, love your family love your life um, again I said we, t- we often take for granted just getting home every day and I think in, in these times, we need to appreciate that. So, thank you for joining us. And, as always... As always... You may agree with what we say. Uh-huh. You may not agree with what we say. Okay. The one thing you can't agree with... What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut! Until next time, we catch you on the internet. Yeah.